Whatever job you need to do out there, grab the right tool to get it done. The new F-150 with an available hybrid engine and up to 7.2 kilowatts of pro power on board to power things on the go. It's not a tool you'll hang in a tool shed, but you can certainly use it to build one. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Optional features the owner's manual for important operating instructions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello and welcome to the Circling the Bases podcast. My name is DJ Short and back with me here is my co-host Drew Silva. We are in the middle of chaos right now. There's there's spring training games going on. There's players signing with teams still. There's trades going on. There's arbitration going on. It has been a wild week. We also did our mock draft broadcast earlier this week. It actually premiered on Wednesday on our uh, NBC Sports Edge YouTube page. You guys can go check that out uh, when you're done listening to this podcast. But also, uh, the show itself is going to be in podcast form released on Friday. Um, So keep an eye out for that. But Drew, it's been a crazy week. How you doing? Hanging in there. Yeah, I feel like every time we've hopped on these last three weeks, it's but you and I have both been a little bit exhausted, but yeah. So Tuesday was the arbitration deadline, which nothing, no like big shockers came out of that. I guess like Aaron judge and, and the Yankees not reaching an agreement for two th- for his 2022 salary. Yeah. Lucas Giolito was weird too. They were a hundred K apart. Yeah. And yeah, Giolito said in the negotiations, they were even 50 K apart and, so that's it's frustrating that they couldn't get that done. And I guess those hearings are going to take place in, in the early parts of the season. A funny one from my perspective, Chris Bassett, who was recently traded the Mets, <laughs> they didn't settle before the deadline. So there's the awkwardness of trading for a player. You liked him enough to trade for him, but you're going to take him to a hearing and tell him why he isn't as good as he thinks he is. Yeah, I, I wrote up all of those figure <laughs> exchanges. There were a lot of those, like recent trade, uh, Joey Wendell, Jesse Winker, and the Mariners are pretty far apart. I think Winker asked for $7 million, and the Mariners were around $5.4 million. Hmm. Joey Wendell's was very small gap with him and the Marlins. Um, so, yeah, those are always awkward. And, again, like not, not huge news comes out of that, but what we do here at NBC Sports Edge is we write up every transaction, and we take pride in that. So it was a grind getting through Tuesday and into Wednesday morning is when I actually finally finished up you know, getting all those up to date. And But I think that was kind of the last day of business in this crazy cycle, this like makeup period for yeah. not having a normal offseason. You know, we crammed like three months of offseason activity into 12, 10 to 12 days. Um, yeah. And it's been a grind, but I think moving forward, there's going to be a lot more normal. Let's get back to 
you know, normal baseball, talk about lineups and injuries. Well, injuries aren't fun to talk about, but, uh, you know, getting back into the routine. It's baseball. Of, we're talking baseball. We're finally, I think, talking baseball. Yeah. I, well, what's funny is, like, since the last time we did our show, which I guess was a week ago, there's been so much that's happened that us talking about it now might be, like, old news. Because Carlos Correa went to the Twins, which is weird but cool. Uh, Nick Castellanos to the Phillies, which is very good from a fantasy perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, leaving Cincinnati, you had your concerns, obviously, but Lennon and Philly is a pretty good situation. Trevor Story to the Red Sox, another player, you know, we were concerned about leaving Colorado. Uh, some of that's unfair and overblown, as you know, as a, you know, Matt Holiday going to the Cardinals. Um, but yeah, I mean, all things considered, you know, going to the Red Sox, that's that's pretty good for Story. And he slipped a little bit in drafts. I, I actually like Story as a value this year. For sure. I, I think Fenway Park is a great place for him to hit. And it's an improvement lineup-wise with, with the, the teammates that he's going to have around him there in Boston. And moving over to second base, that's kind of awkward. Yeah. He has about like – I don't. He hasn't played second base at, at the major or even as a professional. I believe. I think he said yeah. he played it as an as an amateur baseball player quite a bit. Um, so he has about what fourteen days to learn that position before yeah. we roll into opening day. But he's he's super athletic. He should probably play shortstop. Xander yeah. Bogarts is not a great defensive shortstop, but uh, that's something they can figure out down the line because it is a six year contract. I I, I think he was a pretty good value at 140 million over six years. Yeah. I like that. And he gets second base eligibility too, which is nice to have that too. I mean, chances are you'll, you'll probably use him at shortstop, but something I like, uh, and we talked about this in the mock draft broadcast, like Mookie Betts is eligible at second base this year in Yahoo (laughs) leagues. I love getting a player early where you have that versatility and you can see the way the rest of your draft plays out. And Story is one of those players, too. You know, Javi Baez is second base, shortstop eligible, Marcus Simeon. Like, those are really handy players to have because you never know how your draft's going to turn out. Something uh, Justin Mason pointed out to me, he was on my panel. We were the last panel on that live broadcast. I drafted Corey Knebel, needed some saves. I feel like he's probably the favorite in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. If, If he can stay healthy, he could be a really nice value where I got him pretty late. Um, But he's starting pitching eligible because he made four. Oh yeah. Yeah. He served as an opener four times for the Dodgers last year. And some of those, some leagues, especially on Yahoo, they like, you know, it's not just, you have eight pitchers. It's like you have three starters, three relievers, and then two of the pitchers spots, which are more utility. So, when he pointed that out to me, I was like, oh, wow, he's a really good value. Yeah, um, I, I've been in some Yahoo leagues where you have to slot in, you know, three, you have only two reliever spots or three reliever spots, the rest are starters. So, like, sometimes I've had to bench closers or relievers. So, that is that is really handy. Uh, and w- I guess one advantage of of openers from a fantasy perspective. Yeah. So. I think uh, did you get Andrew Kittredge? I remember getting sniped. I on did. Him. I I did. Yes. Does he Late. maybe start? Did he do some I, opening work for the the Rays? That no. sounds familiar to me now that I'm like thinking about my draft. There might have been an SP. Also, yep, next it, to is, the RP. it is. Yeah, it is Kittredge. He's SPRP. Love it. Huh. That's great. And yeah, he, I don't know yeah. what the Rays are going to do with their bullpen, but like he was so good last year, and I I don't really see anybody supplanting him as being the top option there, at least to begin the year. I know the Rays are unpredictable, but yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, 
I think he should be the favorite to close there. I guess Pete Fairbanks has a case. Yeah. Um, and it's probably going to wind up there. They're, they're going to cycle a bunch of different names through there. Of course. But uh, yeah, that SP RP eligibility helps you kind of move them around. And depending on what kind of week it is, if you want to take him over a guy who only has one start that you're not so sure about, yeah. um, you, you might do well in ERA and whip and some strikeouts and possibly a save, or maybe he vultures a win. Like you never know. Yeah, so uh, another one we saw, not quite as big as these other ones we just mentioned, Jorge Soler uh, signed with the Marlins. I love that for the Marlins. They, they need some thump in the middle of that lineup. They also added Abisail Garcia um, this offseason um, and Joey Wendell, like you said earlier. They made some some decent under-the-radar type moves. Uh, it was interesting, you know, just before the lockout was uh, finally lifted, uh, Derek Jeter stepped out as CEO of the Marlins. There was some hullabaloo about he was a little bit upset that maybe his budget wasn't what he thought it was. Um, and the Marlins were connected to Nick Castellanos. Yeah, and I wonder if so, it really all hinged on Castellanos as like a, a Miami area native. Jeter was yeah. probably like, this is the time for us to strike. We have the young pitching and ownership's like, oh, we're still making money, even though no fans yeah. show up. Yeah. But, I mean, Jorge Soler, not a, not a bad fallback, I guess. I mean, you don't love the ballpark from a fantasy perspective, but his power is so good that it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, so I like that for the Marlins. Um, yeah, I, am I missing anything else important that's went down over the past few days? It's hard to keep track. Yeah. Uh, I think that pretty much covered it. Like Matt Ch- I mean, the, there's a lot of the deals that happened were kind of arbitration-related. Like Matt Chapman yeah. got a two-year, $25 million extension from the Blue Jays that just buys out uh, arbitration eligible seasons. Uh, one thing that came out right before we hopped on was that the New York City mayor on Thursday is going to, huh. I didn't read the full story, but lift the vaccine mandate essentially that's going to allow Kyrie Irving uh, to suit up in home games for the Nets. And then yeah. you know, that, that was kind of weighing over the Mets and Yankees. Yeah. Um, I guess Toronto hasn't announced their intentions at this point, And, Canada has been pretty conservative about the whole thing. So we'll see what happens yeah. with that. But uh, yeah, the Mets. Yeah, that's and- big news. I, I figured <laughs> something was going to happen there. Um, basically, I, I believe it's an exemption for like entertainers and, right. musicians and and athletes. But it is a little convenient that goes down right before opening day for the Mets and the Yankees. But whatever. Uh, at least that's uh, taken care of. Um But we're going to get into some more headlines in a second. First, a quick word for our listeners. The 2022 NBC Sports Edge Fantasy Baseball Draft Guide is available now. And we're giving our listeners a special offer. You can get 22% off our draft guide in an annual Edge Plus subscription when you use promo code BASES22. We get you ready for your fantasy draft with expert insight and tools at one low price. Go to NBCSportsEdge.com slash Edge Plus. Use that promo code BASES22 at checkout to save big this season. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. 
It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So some other news that came down Tuesday uh, was that MLB and the MLBPA have agreed to expanded 28-man rosters uh, through all of April, um, which I think is is good because you know these pitchers aren't getting the ramp up mm-hmm. that they usually would. I think we're going to see some a lot of bulk relief appearances at the start of the season. Starters kind of similar to the the uh, COVID shortened season uh, when you saw some you know starting pitchers really not quite ready to go yet. Uh, aside from Max Scherzer, I think threw five <laughs> innings the other day in his first start. I, I was going to say, like, yeah, r- writing up some recaps over the last week, it's like, man, these guys are not going to be stretched out at all. Yeah. And then you see Scherzer just go out and throw five innings. <laughs> Everyone else is as like soon throwing... as the, yeah. As <laughs> soon as the lockout did... was done, he just pulls off the street clothes and throws five innings. It's crazy, man. Everyone else is at like 30 pitches. He's throwing 90 already. Yeah, it's great. crazy. Um, I love oh, it. How did, how did you feel about Jacob deGrom, by the way? I, I wrote up his recap. What was that on Tuesday night? Uh, he, yeah, last, he made yeah, his – he looked great, man. Like yeah, 97, did. 98 with the fastball, 92-mile-an-hour slider. I know you're probably still worried that the elbow is just going to give way at any moment, but it was yeah. encouraging. I mean, it was two innings, but it was about as good as two innings as you could throw. What Struck out the side in the first, struck out two of four batters in the second. Yeah. Yeah. He started out with a curveball too, I think to appease Max Scherzer. That was pretty funny. Uh, it's going to, it's going to be so great to see them together. I just, I just hope DeGrom can stay healthy. Um, he actually went 19th overall in our mock draft broadcast to our own Vaughn Delzell. Uh, so that's, you know, if you were getting them that late, I mean, fine, go for it. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm still nervous. I'm going to be nervous. That's just my nature. Uh, I guess, <laughs> uh, but no, he looked great. I mean, he looked sharp. Um, I don't know if I want to see him throwing a hundred miles an hour out of the gate. Probably not. Uh, he can still be effective if he's starting 97, 98. So no, it was great. I mean, he's never, he's never bad. He never True. looks bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just a matter of him staying healthy, man. I hope he can, um, you know, just even putting my Mets fandom aside, like baseball is more fun when, Jacob Bagram is healthy and awesome. So, man, I really hope um, that's the case. But two pitchers we will not see at the start of the season. We'll start with Luis Castillo uh, with the Reds. Um, he's dealing with a little right shoulder issue, shoulder soreness. Um, he actually arrived uh, late to camp. Um, and, you know, given where we are at this point in the spring, obviously they're not going to push it. Um, he is doing some long tossing, um, and it's just going to push him back to the point where it's hard to really say for sure if he'll pitch in April. I don't think it's a serious thing, but if he does come back, you know, he's going to be more like abbreviated stints. So 
man, I don't know if I would count on him in in April uh, just because of that. He's going to have to essentially start his whole throwing program over again uh, and then ramp up slowly from there, I guess, extended spring training, uh, maybe a short rehab stint, that kind of thing. So, you know, Castillo, I think I ranked him 20th overall among starting pitchers when we did our um, starting pitcher preview podcast a couple of weeks ago. Um, he went number 85 overall to you actually in our mock draft that we did. I was that pre injury news. Yeah. Okay. Cause I, I guess we, we shouldn't tell the people, but we recorded it actually on Monday. Yeah. So yeah, I did not know that, that he had a, a barking shoulder. Yeah. And I guess they, the Reds kind of kept that under wraps for a bit. Um, yeah. So Tyler Malley is going to get their opening day start. I, I think the Reds probably would have liked to have trade. Castillo and yeah. possibly Mally, if not before the season, at some point this summer. Um, so yeah. they're going to be very careful with Castillo, I think, because yeah, yeah he cannot be. There's a lot at stake. There's a lot at stake. He's only under contract through 2023. Uh, so they, yeah, they're they're going to take their time with him, and I, I I don't know, I don't know where I would draft him if we did it again. Yeah, he I had him 24th in my starting pitching rankings. Um, love the raw stuff, kind of hate the ballpark, uh, but he did finish strong last year. The, the walks were an issue, but they're always kind of a bit of an issue. Um, but you know the strikeouts are going to be there, and usually the ERA is is better than what it was at least in the first half last year. Um, I love yeah. Tyler, Tyler Malley though. Me too. I, I forget where he went. I had him queued up, man. When you get the crew that we had together, you get sniped a lot. Maybe oh, yeah. there's there's some like group think to it because uh, we're all kind of reading yeah. into the same players and, and doing the same kind of preview work. But I my key was just wasted, you know. <laughs> like yeah. and and I, so I, I picked on the turn. I picked. Did you pick first overall? I did, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I had Trey Turner uh, first overall. So, yeah, so you know the feeling, and I picked twelfth overall. So you're kind of waiting a long time for your turn, um, and then your cue is just gone by the time it gets to you, and you gotta you gotta rethink some stuff. Yeah, what's interesting? Tyler Malley went uh, 140, 141st overall, mm-hmm. pretty late, twelfth round. Yeah. Uh, one pick after Michael Kopech. Uh, Ryan Boyer got Malley. Uh, Chris Towers got Michael Kopech. That's interesting. Interesting contrast there. Kopech threw a, a bullpen session on Wednesday morning and apparently looked really sharp. They're still talking about him being in the opening day rotation. He'll be one so. of many guys who are probably just going to do shortened outings. Um, he was a, just a little bit behind when he showed up to White Sox camp, but things are trending in a good direction for him. Uh, Luis Patino, too. I think we yeah. talked about him a little bit at the end of our starting pitching episode. He's back on track after, like, apparently he had a shoulder thing, but they determined that he just slept wrong on it. Hopefully that hmm. turns out to be the case. But, yeah, he Been threw there. a bullpen session. Yeah, I have two, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that pain. Uh, another raised pitcher, and I, this is relevant from our mock draft, too. I actually took Shane Boz 145th overall. Uh, he was my 13th round pick. Just moments before it was announced he needed arthroscopic surgery to remove loose bodies from his right elbow. Uh, So he'll be shut down from throwing uh, for two to three weeks, and then he'll have to ramp up all over again. Uh, We know that the Rays are always really careful with their young pitchers. I don't think we're going to see Boz until middle of May at the earliest, maybe late May probably, Uh, which is a bummer because – what we saw from him, it was a small sample, but man, was he electric. 
down the stretch last year and into the fall. So, man, I, I look forward to seeing him. I think he's going to be an impact starting pitcher. It's going to be a lot of fun. We do have a, a bit longer wait than we originally anticipated. I guess this means, you know, if, assuming Patino is healthy, he'll be in the rotation maybe, uh, maybe shorter stints there. Uh, Ryan Yarbrough uh, will likely have a spot to begin the year. The Rays have some interesting choices. Uh, Yanni Chirinos, a pitcher we haven't talked about in a really long time. He had Tommy John surgery, missed all of last season. He's on his way back too. I think he's a real dark dark horse sleeper to watch uh, to potentially be useful at some point this season in mixed leagues. Yeah, Chirinos was a sleeper like three years ago. Um, yeah. Now he's Jalen Beeks too. He's another yeah, Tommy John Beeks guy. Is back, who, yeah who is already you know, drawing rave reviews in Rays camp. He's a guy who can go multiple innings. I think the Rays are going to be playing five-hour games, and it's going to be just a parade <laughs> yeah. of pitchers, especially because uh, so as part of the new CBA, they brought back the rule where you can only have 13 pitchers, but they're going to throw that out for all of April. Right, um, right, so, right. So you can have as many pitchers as you want. I feel like the Rays are just going <laughs> to cycle dudes through. Yeah. What um, do you feel about the Ghost Runner being back? I don't – And extra I innings? Mean, as someone who has to do game recaps from time to time and sometimes <laughs> at night, like I don't mind that, you know, I'm not up till three in the morning waiting for the 20th inning of Mets Phillies or something. Um, right. But I don't like it. It's gimmicky. I wish there was another way to solve that issue. I, I wish Americans were more comfortable with ties. I, I think a, <laughs> a tie would be fine. Um, yeah. We could do like a point system like the NHL or something, uh, right. but I, I don't have a good solution to it. Um, I, I feel I, I understand the motivation because uh, you don't want your pitching staff to be completely wasted for the week because these games that go, you know, 13, 14 innings, you're going to go through seven pitchers. You're, you know, eighth inning guys throwing two innings, and then you can't use them for two days. Uh, you may even use a starter that you were planning on using the next day. And then you kind of have to just churn through your minor league system, send guys up and down all the time. I, I just think it can totally mess up a rhythm of a team. Yeah. So I understand the motivation, uh, but you're right. I, I wish there was a better solution. Um, and actually, this is an interesting part of the new CBA. If the all-star game goes into extra innings this year, they're going to do a home run derby. I like it. I'm okay with That's that. That's awesome. I, yeah. I've never rooted for a tie, <laughs> tie in an all-star game more in my life. That would be so fun. Craig Council, uh, Brewers manager, had a, a good quote uh, that was going around Twitter on on Wednesday afternoon about the Ghost Runner and how it's it's kind of a quality of life thing. Like like you said, cycling through all these pitchers and then you got to option a guy who threw well for you. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So just to bring up some fresh arms for the next day, and I yeah. I agree with that. So yeah, it always happens. Like mm -hmm. there's a a young pitcher will throw like four uh, scoreless innings and your reward is being sent to triple a like that. Yeah. That stinks. That's not the way it should be. So no, it's not. Uh, so I get it. I understand it. And the, uh, the Otani rule, I guess we could call it, uh, yeah. which is apparently going to be permanent, at least across the life of the new CBA that I haven't really dug into. It's been so such a busy week that I haven't dug into the implications of it, but so you know, a pitcher can hit for himself out of the DH spot and then stay in the game at DH after his pitching appearance has concluded. Yeah. Um, that and so makes the, sense. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, the idea is to encourage 
more two-way players possibly moving forward. Mm-hmm. Does it give – I mean, the Angels are the only team that really has an Otani, but really has like a legitimate two-way player. I guess the Rays could try it with Brendan McKay eventually. Um, yeah. The Cardinals have Mason Wynn, um, who they kind of drafted as a two-way player, but apparently he's already abandoned pitching. Joshua uh, Baez, the Cardinals pick too, yeah. uh, pitches. And, I mean, I think they view him as a you know, power hitter type, but he pitched in, in high school too. Like, I don't know. You never for, know. for now, though, it, it it's a real benefit to the Angels and only the Angels. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, Otani is a unicorn, but there might be more unicorns in future years we'll see we can hope but i think otani's his own special his own special situation someone's uh yelling at us on twitter about why mike trout fell to me in our draft at number 12 i mean i think that's about where he's going right yeah yeah i mean he's awesome he's a hall of famer we love mike trout but 2022 fantasy leagues like that's where he's going to go. Yeah, his his know? Yahoo ADP is 11.9, so it's like about exactly. I mean, yeah, bad. so welcome to fantasy baseball season is is what I would say, you know, at this point. Yeah. Um you can't count on the steals for Trout. He has the recent injury history. We still know he's amazing. I you know, if healthy, he's right there with Juan Soto as you know, besser in baseball. Um but yeah, his his standing at the top of the board just isn't what it once was. Uh, we've been over that a couple of times, so I don't think that's really a hot take at all. Uh, and that's that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I feel good about it. <laughs> I, 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 got, um, I forget yeah. what my pick was. I got Trout and uh, and Scherzer on the turn. Yeah, very nice. veteran squad, but yeah, yeah, seriously, I feel all right about both of those. Yeah. Um, all right, couple couple more injury updates here. Luis Arias, who actually you like a lot. Uh, on the Brewers, uh, strained his uh, left quad. He's going to be sidelined for about two weeks. So you know, that's basically what we have left of spring training. So almost certainly uh, we'll begin the season on the injured list. Kind of a bummer. I don't think it's going to be super long before we we see him. Um, and he's one of those players. And I, I said this at the end of our mock when I was trying to look on the bright side of my Shane Boz pick, like, Sometimes I like playing. I like picking a player who I know is going to start the season on the IL because you're maximizing your roster. I don't know why people think this is crazy, but like it's a bonus roster spot to me. And so late in your draft, like fine, take a player you know is going to start the season on the IL. Yeah. Then you can speculate on a closer, whatever. Like, and then when that player is ready, you have a decision to make. So to me, I've never seen a ton of downside in taking a player who starts the season. I don't know if with Shane Baz, that's as applicable but Luis Urias it makes a ton of sense if he's only going to miss you know the first 10 days of the season or something like that um, and he's going to drop in drafts because he's going to have that little tag next to him that says he's injured you can get him probably in the very later rounds he wasn't going real real early anyway showed a lot of finally kind of showed a lot of life in in the majors last year and the Brewers need him to be yeah. honest, like I like Hunter Renfro. I think that was a really nice power pickup, and he's going to do well at that park. McCutcheon might have a little something left, but who is their third baseman right now? Right. Like Jace Peterson? Uh, yeah, I think so, temporarily. Yeah. Mike Brousseau, they got from the Rays. Okay, yeah, Brousseau. He's Maybe. all right, but he's only a platoon guy. So See Keston Hira move to, to third? He was actually yeah. playing the outfield in a Cactus League game this evening. 
they're, they're trying everything with him, man. Point. Yeah, they're trying everything. I don't even think they know. Uh, Max Muncy, pretty interesting. He made his spring debut on Monday. He actually played third base, which is not not expected. Uh, but uh, he's back from that torn UCL that he suffered in that collision at first base uh, last October. And there was a lot of concern, I'd say, during the offseason, especially he did an interview where he basically just kind of nonchalantly said that he tore his UCL. But so far, everything seems to be on track for him. He did say he's getting some kind of stiffness, you know, has to loosen up the elbow. I don't know if I'm going to look into that too much, uh, but so far, so good. He played in some uh, minor league spring training games before getting into uh, on the major league side and the Cactus League side. So uh, Muncie went 117th overall in our mock draft. At that point, you you know, it's worth it. Oh, yeah. It's worth a totally. shot, especially to get a piece of that Dodgers lineup, which is just looking so good. Freddie mm-hmm. Freeman joining in recent days. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if Muncie's healthy and anything close to his normal self, like that's going to be a bargain. When we did our first base and second base rankings, we just didn't really know where to rank him because we we hadn't heard from him because the lockout, I think, was still going on when we did first base and second yeah. base. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if, if he's healthy, his ADP right now on Yahoo is 117. Yeah, um, that's where he went. Yep. Yep. Oh, wow. So, yeah, he'll be, he'll be flying up boards, I would believe. Yeah. I mean, that's a, a top 75 player, no doubt, if he's healthy. He's been that guy for three, four years running now, probably hitting like – I don't know, fifth in that Dodgers lineup, uh, right right behind Betts and Trey Turner and Freddie Freeman and I guess Will Smith, Justin Turner. They they I mean Dave Roberts has an embarrassment of riches to move around. We'll see what, what he settles on for a lineup. But yeah, Muncie's yeah. gonna rack up a ton of homers and a, a ton of RBIs and probably a bunch of runs scored too. So I'm gonna close out here with I think this darling of spring training so far is O'Neill Cruz with the mm-hmm. Pirates. Uh, he's already hit a couple of bombs, including one basically off his shoe tops. Um, basically everything he hits is rockets, which is awesome. He had a 113, 116.3 mile per hour exit velocity on a base hit this afternoon. The dude is nice. a monster. He's yeah. That's like Stantonian yeah. basically. I mean, he kind of looks like a skinnier John Carlos staying a little bit different complexion, but like just the, the build, if he, when he fills out, I mean, what, what is he? 23 years old. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, know if he's going to shortstop. But. Yeah. That's what I was going to say, you know, six foot seven, he's a freak to play shortstop. Um, and actually pirates manager, Derek Shelton said that Cruz will see some time in the outfield uh, this year as they sort of test his versatility I think there's maybe some question about his ability to stick it short. You know, we've always thought that because of his height could also be where the pirates think they're best served to, to use him and maximize him on their, their roster. The pirates are saying that maybe he needs a little bit more adjustment time or seasoning, whatever they want to call it. So while he is the darling of spring training right now, I would be careful in shallow leagues about going too crazy because I think he might start the season in the minors, which is really depressing to say, but I think there's a chance that could happen. I mean, it would have been nice if the union got some service time manipulation protection as part of the CBA. Derek Shelton had a funny quote about O'Neill Cruz possibly playing the outfield. So at PNC park, 
the right field wall is 21 feet tall after Roberto Clemente. And he's like, yeah, you know, Cruz can rob homers at the Clemente wall. So, you know, we're yeah. good. Like he's that, he's that athletic that he can yeah. jump 21 feet high. Um, yeah, yeah, I believe yeah, that. I, I, he's going to be a star, I, I think. I mean, it's it's crazy to to try to put predictions on young baseball players because it's a hard sport. But the dude looks like he's got every tool to be special. And, you know, the, the Pirates need those kind of guys. Hopefully, Cabrian Hayes can take a, a step forward this year, too. And maybe lock up Brian Reynolds uh, to a yeah. long-term deal. They, they did not agree uh, on an arbitration figure for 2022, so they'll probably go to a hearing which if you're going to try to lock up a guy long-term, maybe you don't do that. Then again, the Cardinals, oh, I'm so frustrated by the Cardinals. Like, <laughs> didn't add any bats, um, yeah. Corey Dickerson, I guess. And then they want to go to an arbitration hearing with Tyler O'Neill, who was probably mm-hmm. their best player last year. So yeah, over like $750,000. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about Cruz. I, 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 man, I hope, it's it's depressing because if you're a Pirates fan, you know, you're going into the season and you know, like, this team isn't going to be very good. And there's only so many things to get excited about. And probably the buzziest guy, like I was saying, in spring training right now across the majors is Cruz right now. Yeah, And you want to send him down? It's just... Oh, there was a, an interesting quote from Mike Elias, uh, the, the GM of the Orioles on Wednesday, too. So Adley Rutschman suffered that tricep strain at like the very start of camp. Or did he come into to Orioles camp with it? I think it, it was shortly after he arrived. But yeah. it could have been an injury that predated because we didn't really know about injuries. <laughs> I don't so, even know if teams did. So Elias was saying, is I, I might pronounce that, is that Elias? Either way. Uh, he was saying today that uh, he thinks that Rutschman could be ready for the start of the AAA season, which actually starts before the Major League season. It starts on April 5th, hmm. and opening day for baseball is what, April 7th? April mm-hmm. 6th, 7th? So looking at my, the, 7th and 8th, yeah. Okay. Um, so that's interesting. That pretty much implies that even if he's healthy, he's going to AAA Norfolk for a while. I guess we might have assumed that, but – um, that seems like it's more of a sure thing now, probably due to the injury somewhat, but also because they can, you know, stunt his service time and also prevent him from winning rookie of the year, perhaps. Which, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I still think he'll be up, you know, assuming, you know, things go according to plan with him returning to action and he starts the season. Well, I think he'll be up in the early part of May. Yeah. I actually drafted him in tout wars as my number one catcher. But the next round, I took Sean Murphy as like my backup plan. I probably since I know Rushman's going to begin the year in the minors, I'll just grab a catcher off the waiver wire before the season starts as my number two catcher. Um, but my, I like we've talked about it, man. My expectations for Rushman are probably unfairly high. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's another situation like you know Orioles fans like they know their team's going to be bad. Um, like give fans something to be excited about. Yeah. You know? So hopefully we see those guys soon. Baseball. We're Baseball. back. Let's do it. All right. Baseball, let's do it. <laughs> that's, that's a good slogan. Oh, did you see the, the Cubs new slogan, by the way? No. I don't know if I did. It's uh, The slogan is literally, it's different here. Oh, buddy. It sure <laughs> is. It is. Gentrified Wrigleyville with a sports book. <laughs> that's what's different. It's different here. Yep. 
Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, the Cubs have had some interesting slogans over the years. That's Are we gonna? Cub. That's Cub. Yeah, yeah. That's Cub. <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> I don't want to spoil, or or maybe we don't have this all planned. But are we going to do win totals next week? Yeah, we will. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, our That's show something to look like forward to next. Uh, it'll come out on Friday, but we'll record it on Thursday. Um, yeah, we'll do over under win totals. I'm actually gonna gonna bet some of them too to put my money okay. where. My no, I is. I will too. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. So um, yeah, Friday. Uh, listeners, check out our mock draft broadcast in in podcast form. It'll be released on Friday. You can also watch it on our our YouTube page. But if you're out and about, you know, running errands or studying or whatever you do, uh, you can or getting ready for your fantasy draft, you can listen to it in podcast form. We'll have three episodes of the show uh, next week as we get geared up for the season, which is uh, two weeks away. Exactly right? two weeks away. Yeah, awesome. Can't wait. Yeah, baseball. Let's do it. Yeah, baseball. Let's do it. Uh, (laughs) If you like what you're hearing with this show, Circling the Bases, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review if you don't mind. Follow us on Twitter if you don't already. I'm at DJ Short. Drew is at Drew Silv. Be safe out there, everyone. We will see you next time. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.